podcast number 15. <laughs> One five. Hi, drama fam. We're all over the place today. My name is Rachel. I'm Anna. And welcome to the drama pod. Yep, yep. <laughs> when I say drama pod, it makes me think of Love is Blind now. So last week I was like, no, Love, and, Love is Blind is stupid. I would never watch it. And then here I am. I binged like the first half of the season in oh, like so two twice days. now I've made a recommendation that you thought yeah. was crappy. And, although I, I myself had not finished Love is Blind. I just Blind, have so. such strong opinions about things that I shouldn't have. Like, I'm like, no, I would never do this. And then I just end up doing it and then i regret saying my opinion how far did you get i only watched season two episode three four and some of five so the only amount that i spoke okay. to last week i think i'm on the episode where they are living together nope i haven't gone that far okay well i'm just gonna say i'm addicted <laughs> okay i cannot take my eyes off of the screen like this show is so good and even aj is like glued to the screen which is so unusual it's just like the drama is too good i suggested it as like a joke too i will say okay shane was giving me shane is like the white tall guy oh, he's totally on coke yeah like a hundred percent he he gave me such psycho vibes at the beginning but then as the show progresses i think he's my favorite character like i think like the frat boy one? Yeah. That? Like, he's very honest, and he, out of everyone else who, like, ends up being a snake in the end, he, like, stays true to himself, at least to the point where I'm at. So, that was a three, that was a 360, a 180 for me I will him. say, I don't know how far along this comment was made, but my friend group said, Shane, watch out for Shane, he's horrible. Really? So, I don't know oh, if that, crap. like, already happened oh, or Oh, because what? that other girl, Shayna, That's the blonde girl. The one thing I watched was, like, she's coming back, no way, and he's gonna totally like her better. Yeah, she, like, went up to him and started throwing toxic waste into his like wait post paradising they all met up back in chicago and oh, she came she okay. came to the meetup I knew and she, she was gonna cause drama with him though she came and was like your relationship is a joke like how are you with natalie like she was drunk she obviously too. but she just crapped yeah. all over him and he was like what so that's the part where i'm at so let's see okay. how that unfolds so what was your high and low this week um I don't really have a low, just some weird things. I had to go to the DMV. My air conditioning's broken, so it's been a solid 83 degrees, which is super fun when you're working at home. Yeah. <laughs> I was building a desk yesterday, literally sweating. <laughs> but my desk came in, so that's a high. Uh-huh. Um, and then this weekend, I was able to go home, and that was fun. And you did a race? I did do a race, um, and I did better than I anticipated, so that was exciting. And I'm exhausted from the last couple of days, but all because of funding so i have no complaints got to hang out with friends that i haven't seen in a while that's good well so when is your air conditioning going to be fixed i think they said tomorrow morning this is actually not broken there's just like no coolant having your ac broken in florida is like it's not you know i think it's probably been broken for a while and i just keep it so high that i don't notice and then at night it gets down to like 79 in my house, like internally, so I don't notice it. Well, I'll pray for you. Yeah, my landlord probably hates me. Last <laughs> week it was flooding, and then I texted him, and I was like, I get, but I couldn't tell for sure. I was like, I think the AC's broken. Because I woke up this morning, and it was like 78, because I didn't run the air last night. But then as the day went on, I was like, yeah, it's toasted. Do you feel like you're able to master your emotions better after last week's episode? <laughs> I really was not bothered by the AC. Like that was more, it's more annoying that I have to like let people in and out to fix it while I'm working than like being hot. It's not as annoying. Yeah. The DMV I was a little angry about, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to sit here anyway. Wait, why did you have to go to the DMV? I went home this weekend and I purchased the car that I am privileged to drive from my parents like two years ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's in my name now. New license, tags, all that stuff, whatever. And then I went home 
And I was like, oh, my mom got new tags. Normally, I remember she would give me new tags because the car wasn't in my name, it was in her name, right? And I was like, I wonder when mine expired. Oh my gosh. So, like uh, your registration. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what was it. Embarrassing. So I jot outside, like just, you know, whatever, it's Friday night, Thursday night, I just got in. And <laughs> I look at my thing, I'm like, oh, January, that was last month. It's not that bad. Anyways, January of 2021. So I have been driving around with, I didn't at all register my car for the entire year, 2021. And the a fact year, that you didn't get pulled over. Exactly. You can also go to jail after six months after, if you get pulled over for oh this. So it's like a whole thing. Gosh. And it's even better because there was this one, someone we vacationed with this summer. She, this happened to her and she was freaking out and we were all giving her so much crap this summer for it. Cause she was eight months overdue. And little did I know while we were roasting her, my car was currently like nine months overdue at that point. And it's still going. So I was like, I need to do this ASAP. Rocky. <laughs> so I did it Monday morning. Someone called the police. We have yeah, a criminal. Well now you can't. The weird thing was that they didn't, like the lady did not act perturbed at all at the DMV. Perturbed? Yeah. What like, does that just, mean? Irritated? And, like it was unbothered. Like it was normal. Like I just was like, hey, I need new tags. And she didn't say anything about the fact that mine was like two years old. I'm sure she's seen way worse. Yeah. She liked me, but I was just like, fine. That's actually insane. Well, now you're <laughs> adulting. You have like these periodic things that come up and you're like oh i should be doing this and i didn't yeah like something that i forget to do a lot is go to the dentist oh i haven't been in multiple years yeah you should probably go because you may nope okay i agree with you i hate dentists and i think they're a scam but you should probably go because if you have a cavity that's not fake you know what i mean true because i went i was like damn i have three cavities I need to make an appointment with that holistic dentist I've been talking about. My high is that we are building a deck in our backyard and it's really exciting and it's coming together really nicely and quickly and I'll show you when we're done, but like it's halfway done. Oh, wow. And you're going to stain it? It's already stained. So we bought composite, which is like a fake, it's like a composite made of wood and plastic and then it has like a veneer over it. So it's like lifelong. Yeah. Outdoor. Well, they say 25 years. That's fine. Fine with me. The child will be in college with him. <laughs> so yeah, that's really fun. Um, it's just really nice to be able to walk out of a back door yeah. and like step on something that's not like grass right I away. Say, I kind of inspired this accidentally. How so? Because I sent you a link to a house I was looking at and you said, I'm going to tell you, Jay. That's not- true. Mm-hmm. That is and true. And I said, you should do it. Yeah. I didn't know you were at all being serious. I told him, I was like, hey, I want this. And he was like, I'll start now. And I was like, okay. That's fine. And then like two weeks later, here we are. (laughs) Anyways, I made some pretty good Cuban pork today. That's the low. No, (laughs) that's another high. It was really good. It was slow cooker Cuban pork. I saw that. It was really easy. It just threw everything in in the morning, 10 minutes. Yeah, I've been trying to tell you. Cooked it for 10 hours. So that was nice. I can't really think of a low. I'm sure there was one, but. That's good. Yeah. So today's vocab word is chosen by yours truly. Mm-hmm. It is prosaic. Rhymes with mosaic. It's a cinnamon. <laughs> it's a cinnamon roll. <laughs> it's a cinnamon. Oh my gosh. Can't say it. It's a synonym of dull, unimaginative, everyday, or ordinary. Most of these phenomena turn out to have prosaic explanations, such as weather balloons, space debris, and atmospheric effects in the sky dot 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 (laughs) dot not even correctly the amount of dots after so keep that in mind folks prosaic 
Oh, I have a really high high. Someone from the podcast followed me on Strava. Wow. And it made me really excited. And she was like, congrats. She's probably listening right now. So thank you. Shout out. It made my day. Yeah. I was thrilled. This is the kind of fame Anna wants. It is. Is running fame. Not even running fame because it's not fame. It's just like a community. And she's halfway around the world and it's cool. Yeah. Congrats. Okay, so we're going to do a few quick advice emails and then we'll jump into today's main topic. Hey, Rachel and Anna. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Rachel, I watch your videos all the time. Shout out to my dog, AJ, LOL. So this is from a guy. I can tell because of his profile picture. Anyways, I'm 25 years old and I've been single for about two years now. I realize that my past relationships have not been successful partly because of me and my shortcomings. With that being said, these past two years, I've really grown as a person and have accomplished goals I didn't think I was capable of and I look forward to one day being a husband. So what are some good overall traits that would make me a great husband? I would love your insight from you, Rachel, being a wife and from Anna, who is in her single season. Thank you in advance. I love the single season terminology. <laughs> it can never be infinite. Um, I this is like yeah. I want to be attracted to. <laughs> you have to be attractive to the girl who's gonna be your wife. Like she has to find you somewhat attractive. Um, that sounds really bad. <laughs> I mean, for us, can we, we just say, say what we are own what we would look for? Yeah, which I feel like we've said this before. Obviously, faith. Yeah. Being of the same faith, um, being a good person in general, being kind, being somewhat into athletic things, whether it's weightlifting or sports or just this being... Your, this is you going? I feel like we agree on, okay, yeah. on these basic yeah. things. I don't know what this guy's flaws are, so I can't like tell you to work on something. You I don't seem know. pretty self-aware, Yeah, which I feel like is above and beyond... I would just say to reflect. you can only change so much about yourself. So just try to be the best version of you. Don't try to change who you are. Just try to be, you know, the best ber- version of yourself. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to say more to you, but I can't because this will get out of the platonic range and I might develop feelings oh for you. Oh my gosh. We, could, if we haven't even said that yet. So well, you'll understand in like five minutes. Keep listening. <sighs> Someone asked if we're planning to do a Patreon so that fans can contribute. That's very kind of you to ask. I don't think we have a Patreon, but there is a link for Anchor where you can support us. If you do want to support us, obviously you don't have to. We're not expecting anything. But if you go to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and I believe Spotify, there should be a link where you can support us. He also said, Anna, is Anna still single? She seems to be very kind, nice and funny. How is the weather in Florida this season? It is hot. It's, Mild, nice it's mildly hot. It's, it's like, not too bad, though. It's kind of nice. It's like high 84. It's nice at night. It's like cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I am still single. <laughs> <laughs> Here in Sweden, where I live, we still have snow, and it's negative 4 degrees oh. Celsius. That sucks. Hi, Anna and Rachel. I've been listening to your podcast from the start, and I am hooked. Okay, serious question here. Can girls and guys be platonic friends? Ding, ding, ding. That's today's topic. Since I started college a couple years ago, I've made more guy friends. But recently, a couple of situationships, (laughs) a friendship that becomes sticky and undefined, (laughs) have come up. And it's making me question if it's even possible for girls and guys to be platonic friends with no feelings attached? Question mark. We will answer that for you today. Don't worry. DTR. What does that mean? Define the relationship. Oh, I learned something new. Am I just crazy in thinking that guy friendships are just something special? 
They are just different kind. They're a different kind of fun and change the dynamic to make it different and unique. As a single girl, I enjoy having guy friendships, but I also long to be in a serious relationship one day. But the thing is, I'm not ready yet. Is it foolish to become friends with guys, realize one of us has feelings, and then ruin the friendship because I'm not prepared to move further? Advice needed. Haha, <laughs> I'm driving myself nuts overthinking every male friendship. Thank you. Every male friendship, so every Dang. single one. She's like a catch, apparently. So gut reaction, I would say. I'm curious why you're not ready to move forward. But she doesn't have to. She's, I mean, even if she did, she still would have other guys. If she moved forward with one of them, like, would she still be friends with the other yeah. 15 friends? Yeah, I, I would say since you're single, then just keep doing what you're doing. Like, have guy friends and there's nothing wrong with it unless, like, the guy that you're friends with is married and he, like, ends up loving you, <laughs> you know? But I don't see anything, I don't see a reason why you should stop being friends with guys. I think if you're worried about not having or having to have a conversation later, then just have it early or give obvious signs early that you're uninterested in a relationship. Yeah. Communication. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's also awkward. I can imagine like being friends with a guy and then being like, by the way, I don't want you to like me. No, (laughs) there are things you can do and say without having to do and say when you're talking with them you can i mean it's the same way you can give up vibes that you like someone you can give up vibes that you don't like someone but what if the guy can't read oh i've been there you just then you have to take more immediate action and actually verbalize it and that's when it gets uncomfortable Uh, or go through a friend who will then say it to them kind of thing or whatever but yeah so we'll dive into the platonic friends right now and then maybe by the end of this episode you'll get more clarity So to answer the question, can guys and girls be platonic friends without developing feelings for each other? We're both going to give our initial reaction, what we think, and then we will go through like some more articles and submissions and see maybe we, maybe one of us changes our mind in the end. You never know. So what is your gut reaction? Like a thesis statement? Yes. Situational and subjective as with probably almost every single question that we answer on the podcast, I feel like it's like, well, it depends on, but can't disagree with that. So we agree. That's good. I think, yes, it is possible, but I think the chances are low for a successful platonic relationship for an extended period of time, meaning multiple years. I think that the idea of romance or feelings is often lurking just around the corner waiting to rear its head at any time. So I think there's a risk. I found this article from Scientific American, which was very interesting. So researchers brought 88 pairs of undergraduate opposite sex friends into a science lab. (laughs) Privacy was paramount. For example, imagine the fallout if two friends learned that one and only the other one had spoken had unspoken romantic feelings for the other throughout the relationship. In order to ensure honest responses, the researchers not only followed standard protocols regarding anonymity and confidentiality, but also required both friends to agree verbally and in front of each other to refrain from discussing the study, even after they had left the testing facility. No chance that actually happened. (laughs) These friendship pairs were then separated, and each member of each pair was asked a series of questions related to his or her romantic feelings or lack thereof toward the friend with whom they were taking the study. So they ask for volunteers of guys and girlfriends to ask them some questions and make them say none of your responses will be shared with the other one. Yeah, I'll read the next one. The results suggest large gender differences in how men and women experience opposite sex friendships. 
men were much more attracted to their female friends than vice versa. I mean, this is a classic man thing. That was the exact opposite. When I was starting to read this, I thought it was going to be the exact opposite. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, women catch feeling all the time. No, I think it's always the women who friend zone the men. <laughs> yeah. I literally was like blindsided while reading this. Like, wow, <laughs> it's the opposite. Men were also more likely than women to think that their opposite sex friends were attracted to them. A clearly misguided belief. In fact, men's estimates of how attractive they were to their female friends had virtually nothing to do with how these women actually felt and almost everything to do with how the men themselves felt. Basically, males assumed that any romantic attraction they experienced was mutual and were blind to the actual level of romantic interest felt by their female friends. Women, too, were blind to the mindset of their opposite-sex friends because females generally were not attracted to their male friends. They assumed that this lack of attraction was mutual. As a result, men consistently overestimated the level of, of attraction felt by their female friends, and women consistently underestimated the level of, of attraction felt by their male friends. Whew. So the results suggest men relative to women have a particularly hard time being just friends. And if that's not science, I'm just kidding. We got one study. This is obviously one study. And a peer-reviewed Scientific American. If I were to assume what the results of the study would be, I feel like this is what I would assume they would be. Just because of what we see in like shows and movies of the women always like not liking the guy and the guy likes the girl and friend zoning. So... I feel like there's some truth behind that. Probably. Although I will say, I mean, it was not what I, it was not my dogma because like I went in thinking the exact opposite was going to be the case. Yeah. And I think it's totally dependent on, like you said, what relationship you're talking about, who each party is yeah. and like their personalities. This is so interesting. That's one article. I'm going to go, I want to do that. That would be fun to do a study like that. Yeah. Imagine how many friendships were ruined because like it's, there's no way they leave. Yeah, they're like best friends. How exactly. are they not going to talk about it after? And what do you, what do you, so these probably like some college kids walking around campus and be like, pay you a hundred bucks to answer the survey and you like go grab your best guy friend and you're like, let's go do this. Like, then <laughs> I feel like that inherently is like, oh, does this mean something? The guy's probably like, he really likes me. <laughs> she really oh, likes it right now. Yeah. It's a date. <laughs> Anything for science. <laughs> do it for the science. Do it for the money. So I asked you guys on my Instagram. If you think just yes or no, can men and women be just friends for long periods of time? I put that long periods of time statement in there. So just for everyone to know, about a thousand people voted and 68% wow. said yes. There we so go. the majority is with you, Anna. Well, the majority say, are female of your followers. So that yes. would go in line yeah, with exactly. the study. 70%, 70 to 80% of my Instagram followers are female. So like you said, this totally makes sense. Um, because most women can just be friends with men. I think it's the men who are the problem most of the time. That's my theory. Probably true. <laughs> I have like different categories I put my friends in of guy friends, but... Yeah, that's just proof that everyone's different and you can't generalize. I was honestly surprised that the majority said yes. Because I feel like most women would be like, no, I don't want my boyfriend talking to anybody. Yeah, but there's you know? more than just your husband in this entire scenario that's at play here. What do you mean? Your husband is one man. You just ask yeah. can when men and women be friends and you're just your immediate thought is just AJ. I guess so. Yeah. Like my vision is very tunnel because I'm only thinking about my personal situation. So yeah. yeah, like if I was in a big group of mutual friends with AJ, which we don't have right now, I probably would say yes, because I would 
physically have friends of my own who are male and I could see that like it's fine yeah you know but I don't in my in my past it hasn't been good like with yeah. that situation so I'm b- going based on my own history so like I said everyone has a different history and a yeah. different experience it's it is interesting I asked my friends today that's to get some data and everyone was like yes like because all of your friends yeah. are in the same friend group yeah exactly that's what and I'm they saying. all hang out like you guys are just like one big happy family which is awesome but not everyone has that close-knit friend group who's like all of the same faith well even within the friend group though there's different guys that i would say you could be friends with and true like each yeah. person is like some are married and you could be friends with them some are not like I, I there's like three different types of guy friends that i have after i was thinking about it all day today what are they just what are like the categories so for you from your perspective I <laughs> and have we're gonna like list the, them by name yeah, exactly i have the guy friends who i was friends with before they were married uh-huh. and now i'm still friends with after they're married okay and then i have the guy friends who are in the friend group so those but they are, are like single well it depends so there's guy friends in a friend group and those can be either single or those can be like spouses of like so essentially i'm friends with the girl and now i'm friends with the guy because i was friends with the girl mm-hmm. or now i'm friends with the girl and we're in the same friend group and there's another guy in there but like i wasn't friends with that guy pre him getting married whatever right and then the last one is like guy friends that i'm just guy friends with exclusively like one-on-one and, and they are usually single correct right that so makes sense pre or post getting married the in all work well but all are three very different situations yeah so would you agree that let's say there's 10 guys that we're talking about and they fit into these three categories are there some of these 10 guys in any of these categories that you probably wouldn't hang out with one-on-one for whatever reason whether it's because the wife doesn't want you to or like just it's awkward or like you wouldn't even want to yeah like i wouldn't go plan to do something one-on-one with probably some of them but if something happened one-on-one with them it wouldn't be weird either and then there are some that i would be completely normal to go plan one-on-one time with are the ones that you would plan one-on-one time with married most of the time married and single one is so married, one is what, single, that comes to mind. What's curious to me, because I've never experienced it, so I have no experience of my own, is the ones that are married. That, like, is so new to me. Well, but is friend- it because you were friends with them, like, growing up? Like, you were all in One the same- was in college, and one was in college. Both were in college. Okay. That's one so kind, fascinating. One was, like, the year I was in college. She was a year younger than me. So were you, in, like, college. good friends with the girl, too? No, later. I am now, but I wasn't before. So this is one where you were friends before he got married? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like that's different than if you were... I haven't befriended someone who was married and become their best friend. Right. I'm just a guy. Like, that you meet them, you meet them, they're already married, and then you become best Correct. friends. I think that's odd. But if you were friends before, like, that makes... That's more natural to just continue with yeah. some boundaries. But also, but... if they... Yeah, like, with the, if their wife was weird about it... I would respect that. Yeah. But like one of them, I'm like equally as close now with his wife. So it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, the balls in his court kind of thing. Right, 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 like right. Like I'm right. not going to, if he doesn't talk to me, then that's like fine. I would yeah, understand that. That's but I'm also super... friends with his wife. She's not as close. I just don't know her as well. I feel like that's a good boundary yeah, to like, have. Like if the guy, reach, if like a married guy like wants to hang out, that's on him. You know, yeah. it's not your burden to like navigate his relationship. Yeah. So that makes sense. So what would you do like on these one-on-ones? <laughs> I'm like interviewing you right now. Okay, well one of them is 
I'll go with the neither the ones I was just discussing because okay. those are separate than the last one, which is the single guy. That one's pretty easy because the single guy, I don't care. Like you guys can do whatever you want. Like there's no <laughs> rules, you know, but yeah, but like, it's like really good friendship that will literally never be non-platonic. So like I, and I know that for a fact and he knows that for a fact. And I think that's what makes it work. That's awesome. Because we're just different religions. And I was very clear about yeah. it in like high school and we're, and we have a lot of mutual interest to where like, that's why we're still friends. Yeah. So up front. what if we, what, what would be like a one-on-one with the married guy and what boundaries, <laughs> what boundaries do you uh, okay, both so for put example, in place? One of, I, I don't know if this would have been a one-on-one or not, but then this, like this weekend, the guy lives, one of the guys lives in Tampa. So I texted him and I was like, Hey, I'm running a race in Tampa. You should come watch. I assume like he knows that his wife is invited to that. I just didn't like tell both of them because I'd never text his wife kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was out of town. So I ended up not going. Maybe he would have shown up by himself. Maybe he would have gone with her. I don't know. But that's know. not a one-on-one. That's like a that's like a public race event okay, where your just, family okay. is there. There's that's just one example of me inviting, I guess, directly him. Right. The mm-hmm. other one is just like like all of the time. It wouldn't be weird just because it's so. I don't even know how. To, he's a very also unique example too, where he's just friends with girls and so like embedded <laughs> in our friend group that it's like it wouldn't be odd. And he's he's like a, a brother too, so it's like yeah. Like he would come to me for help one-on-one and I would go to him for advice one-on-one and that would not be odd. Yeah. But like when you go like to him call, for advice. I'll call him. He'll okay, call me. So it's not like you going over to his home when his wife's not home. Well, I don't live there, but if I were at his home by, and it was just us two, it would not be weird. Okay. I just, I have nothing to compare this to. So I'm just like <laughs> analyzing everything that you're saying, but I'm sure a lot of people listening have similar experiences. So Hi ladies, I'm from India and I watch your videos and listen to your podcast religiously while I get ready to go to school as a teacher. Very cool. You're awesome and funny. I developed feelings for this guy. We started out friends. Since he had no idea about my feelings, he casually decided to confess about his girlfriend to me. It hurt, but I let it go and continued being his friend. He broke up with his girlfriend not long after and it was messy. I was dragged into the mess because to the girlfriend, I seemed like the other girl that he's spending time with. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. One year later, they're back together. I'm still getting dragged through it. And this time he has cut all contacts with me. He told me that they fight all the time. I can feel the toxicity from a mile away, but he still wants to please her by not talking to me. Oh, and by the way, I still want to be friends with him. Should I move on from the friendship? I like how she said, they're in no, no contact. And then she says, they're fighting all the time. Like she that she knows we don't have any contact. Yeah, he tells me they're fighting all the time. <laughs> um, um, unfortunately, there's not much you can do. I'd move on. Yeah, I'd Easier move than on. Said, but mm. seems like the wife is not wanting you and him to be friends. I don't think they're married. Or sorry, the girlfriend. There's nothing you can do. So I would just move on. What are you going to do? Are you going to call him and confess your love for him? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. But I don't shot. think I wouldn't, but you could. And then, you know, you'd know for sure. Yes or no. If I'm you, though, I'd rather be t- him come to you and tell it. And Correct. then be like, OK, I'd rather wait for him and her to break up on their own. And then you tell him that you like him, because then if you tell him now, it's going to get even more messy and you won't know if he truly wants to be with you or if he's just leaving his toxic girlfriend and like is going to the next thing. You yeah, know what get I mean? Out. That's another case where a girl's like, no, don't have girlfriends or friends that are girls. You know, I feel like everyone's different. If you liked, okay, but you like him. 
So maybe she realized that you liked yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. That's like a different <laughs> scenario right there. Yeah, so maybe she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Okay, wait. I'm realizing things right now. You like her boyfriend. And she said that I don't want you talking to him. That is 100% her right to do that. Because that's her boyfriend and you like him. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, I would argue while dating, nothing is solidified and he can do whatever he wants. But I, I, she has the right to con- raise the concern and say, this makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I would prefer that you didn't. Yeah, and exactly. then he either complies or doesn't. Yeah. Also, to be clear, even if you're friends with guys, there's different ways you can like, like if she likes him, she's probably flirting with him. Uh-huh. You can, and I'm not going to go and flirt with my married friend guys. Yeah. That would be wrong. Like, you know, I feel like that's exactly the situation right here. She's like, has feelings. And it's probably apparent. Or perhaps it's prosaic. Oh. I don't think so, because she's really caught up on it. You're mad. (laughs) I'm not mad. I got a good one in there. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. I have a good one for you, but it's going to be really long. So I'm sorry in advance. I have a friend who I've been friends with for years. We met at college, but also are from the same area we found out. Small world. We became fast friends and have a very close group of friends who we did everything back with in college. Sounds like you. Mm-hmm. Well, after about one year of friendship, he shocked me by telling me that he has feelings for me. <gasps> Everyone in the group always thought he liked me, but I always brushed it off because he was like my brother and I never saw it any other way. Shocker. So I was absolutely shocked when he said this to me. I was so flustered and didn't know what to say back. So I just said, I don't know, and ran away. (laughs) I hope she literally ran away from the conversation. (laughs) A few days later, she comes running back. I told him the truth, that there were no feelings for him on my end. Then the drama ensued. It completely took a toll on our friend group, and he was being such a baby and making everyone take sides, and it was stupidly dramatic. About a month or two later, we decided to patch things up for the sake of our friend group, and we talked through everything. After this, we were able to hang out in the friend group again together. Fast forward maybe six months, and we actually started hanging out together one-on-one, and it was weird at first, but then it was totally normal again. I was so relieved because he was one of my absolute best friends. And like I said, we are from the same hometown. So now that we've graduated college, we hang out often, maybe like two to three times a month. And it's been two and a half years since he told me he liked me. And all was it all, at least so I thought. I was wrong. So, so wrong. A few months ago, I received a text from him. It was him telling me how much he likes me and how he can't keep hanging out with me just as friends and it has to be more than friends so yet again i had to break this guy's heart i told him nothing has changed for me from now until from then until now so it completely cut me off we are no longer friends we only associate with each other with our college friends and have even then he doesn't talk to me so yeah i would love to say that guys and girls can have a long-lasting friendship but apparently they can't i wish i could though because a guy slash girl friendship is always the best interesting (laughs) interesting (laughs) we were four we were friends for four years in that time, he got feelings for me twice. I don't think our friendship will make a comeback this time. There was a guy in high school where this happened, where it was a friend group, and it was like, hey, I like you. And I was like, sorry, no. We stay friends, right? Go to college, da 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 And then same thing. Again, in college, my friends were like, he's going to say something to you. I avoided him for like months. This is to you? Yes. And again, I say, sorry, no. Uh, but we're still friends now. In, uh, like a, in a way where like if I see him back at home, he's fine. I just, I actually saw him in Tampa do this weekend randomly, like quite literally randomly. I'm getting out of the car and he walks past me in Tampa with his girlfriend. So it was fine. I mean, there's a classic case of a man just not being able to control his love for any woman that he's friends with. 
that's true so um that's science for you and i love let's explore i wish going on here i wish they could though because guy girl friendships are always the best let's explore that let's unpack that i don't really long for like a guy friendship i'm happy when they and i love my guy friendship but i'm not going to go out of my way to like befriend yeah. men <laughs> i think it's it's personality so women and men have funny cool personalities and some of them are going to be men so some of the cool yeah. people will be men in your life um i also think that there is less drama with males because you don't yeah like gossip as much as with women yeah not stereotyping but it's kind of true so <laughs> that's often nice however that girl who's like i only have guy friends like i don't get along with mm-hmm. girls red flag <laughs> that's true. a red flag this is true so I also want to say, I have a note here that it's about personality, I think, too. Yes. I think it depends on how extroverted the person is. Like, if my husband, AJ, was super extroverted, I wouldn't read into it as much as if he was introverted, which he is. For example, AJ is introverted and prefers to talk to a few select friends in depth. So I would be worried if one of those few was a female and they texted slash hung out. But if he was the type to text 20 people on a given day, I would be less worried. I would still be worried because I am a worry wart, but it would be less so. So what happens if you guys go to like, I don't know, a setting in which you're meeting a lot of new people, let's say a new church or a community group or something, and AJ walks up, so you guys are chatting with new people, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. you may even not be chatting to new people together, so... I'd be separated for a second here. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and then AJ comes back and goes, hey, I really like so-and-so. It's a girl. She, we have a lot in common because X, Y, and Z. You should get to know her. Like, Absolutely I think that would be friends. not. Red flag. What if they literally had stuff in common? Like, I don't understand okay, why that's bad. I guess it depends how he words it. If he's like, I really like this girl, I would be like, oh, my gosh. No, I would get like- sad. <laughs> but if he was like, oh, like, this girl likes to play volleyball, which yeah, exactly. we enjoy, like, I would be fine. But I guess it depends on the wording. Because yes. you said, like, oh, I like this girl. I'd be like, no, you don't. You I, don't like I any girl but me. I Sarah. Sarah was really cool. She also enjoys X, Y, and Z. We should be her friend. Yeah, that would be okay. That would be okay. I'm trying to think. I'm just a very, I come from a very conservative approach on this topic. So, so how are you guys going to make any new people? I don't understand. He makes guy friends and I make girlfriends. And if they happen to be a couple, that would be amazing. But like, let's say we were socializing. Like you said, he goes up to this girl, Sarah. What was the name you used? Sarah. Sarah, Sarah with an H. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I think I, I, th- I would prefer if he worded it in a way where it was like, I think you would like Sarah. Like t- telling me, I think you would like Sarah. What if it was something only he liked though? Hey, Sarah also day trades. Uh, that's really cool. We have this in common. I would be like, that is cool. But I wouldn't want them to be hanging out one-on-one. However, if they were texting strictly about day trading and I was aware of it, like he would tell me like, hey, by the way, like she's texting me and I'm just telling her these things about day trading. I would be, I, that's ridiculous not to be okay with that. But I wouldn't want the friendship to be primarily between him and her and not me. Even if you like literally did not care at all about what they, the topic through which they were friends. Yeah, there's okay. no reason for them to hang out one-on-one. Again? I'm not saying they're hanging out one-on-one. Though. They <laughs> well, can that's just what I like... picture. That's what I picture. I picture like worst case scenario. Oh, they go every week you're at this community group and they all they just go up and talk to each other about the stocks. Oh, no, I don't care. Okay, well, that could be a friend. <laughs> like 
that's fine when i think of male female friendships i think of like individual texting and individual hangout sessions i don't care if we're in a group and you talk to a girl like that's ridiculous but it's about what happens behind closed doors whether that's one-on-one at someone's house or like even at a dinner or like even i don't know anything that's one-on-one whether it's communicating via text or phone unless it's about a specific topic i don't see the reason valid yeah but again that's just my opinion other people have different opinions so our boundary might as well say it now aj and i's boundary is exactly that what i just described so i don't communicate with a man ever (laughs) even at work i'm just kidding (laughs) um like if a guy were to text me i would be like hey by the way this guy just texted me for whatever and then i would tell him and he'd be like okay that's fine you know whatever we communicate but also like when the guy texts me i don't intentionally try to continue the conversation like i'll answer a question or like yeah give him information if he's asking for something but i won't be like yeah so how was your day yeah you know i wouldn't like intentionally continue that and same for him does that make sense yeah and i i see why you would not need that too yeah again because we're both introverted we both don't mind it so i think it's important that both people are on the same page like if both people are extroverts i doubt that there would be any issues ever because you both understand the need to socialize more like if you married an extrovert you guys would have a great relationship because like neither of you would have to cut off your your you think i'm like the most wildly extroverted person that there is around you're one of the most extroverted that i know so you're my example yeah (laughs) another email so i've had a friend for seven years we both have had feelings and have expressed them at different times classic situation right person wrong time when he expressed them to me i was dating someone so i didn't reciprocate but now that i'm single i told him how i felt and he just brushed it off i'm going to call him and tell him straight up how i feel if it's not matched i will move on but life is short i'm very blunt and he's shy our personalities work well together but he's scared to ruin our friendship but i'm like what if it worked what if we got married and had fur babies you never know until you try So if he's scared, I won't push him. But if he's willing to go past friendship and even go on a date or something, I am here for it. Fur babies is referring to dogs. Yeah, pets. That's like the most. (laughs) You never heard that? I have. It's just like we got married and then we had fur babies. Yeah, it's weird. Sorry, person. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I say roll the die. If you have feelings, then roll the die. Say it because you are probably going to feel like this way for a while and you may as well say it versus not saying it and always doubting it and living in the past or not the past the uh unknown yes yeah that about sums it up hi rachel and anna been really enjoying the podcast all my life i've had predominantly male friends and at one point or another either myself or the male friend developed feelings we've not read one email where it's like yeah it's possible no feelings were well no one's gonna it's a selective bias you know no one's gonna send in success stories (laughs) yeah I've only dated one of my friends, okay, my current, <laughs> my current boyfriend and true love of my life. Okay, I see. The rest, whenever I had feelings, they never felt the same way or vice versa. Fortunately, we were always able to talk about it and discuss our feelings. It was definitely a little bit awkward, but we always managed to laugh our way through it and move on. To this day, I'm still friends with most of them, and it's not weird between us, thankfully. I think what helped was talking about it quickly compared to hiding how we felt. Thanks so much. So it is a success story. 
We got flipped over on the head. It's a success in the sense that you guys were able to come through it and it, in the end, maintained platonicity, platonicness. But it's not a success because one or the other developed feelings and that is not very platonic. Hey ladies, for the podcast on platonic friendship, the first guy I met in college and I became best friends. We were absolutely perfect friends. We had the same personality, sarcasm, motivation, interest, everything. We were inseparable and I had a boyfriend at the time. So it was always friendship. When my boyfriend and I broke up, see, I wonder what the boyfriend thought during this time, you know, Mm -hmm. need his perspective. My friend admitted his feelings for me and we tried to date for a few months. Emphasis on tried. A few months and an awful, messy, soul-crushing breakup later, we had to completely cut off communication. We tried a a few times to rekindle the friendship, but we kept digging up old problems, fighting, and would stop talking again. I just think about this a lot because I think he and I were soulmates and that we were only meant to be friends. We always talked about how we were going to be best friends forever, sipping mimosas on the front porch when we got older. Now I just really, really wished we had stayed friends because I've never found another friend like him. Hope this is useful. See, I feel like that's almost an argument for guys and girls should be friends. But obviously, So, so what is it? Study, they were friends, then they dated, it got messy, they broke up, it was really hard. Because he had feelings. So it sounded like he oh, had feelings classic. and she was kind of, because she said emphasis on tried, she was kind of like, okay. And then it ruined it because that can't go back apparently. Uh, it's another question uh, right there. I'm so sorry. That's so awkward. I can't. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't really trying imagine to navigate a best that. friend that's a guy. And then dating him, and then like not being friends anymore. That I mean, it sucks. sucks. You lose a friend, and you also just got broken up with. It's like a double whammy. I mean, I guess that's every single time you get dumped. But like a friend who is a friend prior to dating too. Yeah, I guess this is good news for girls who like their guy friends because chances are he likes you back. That, that's true. You know, that's true. So that's going true. back to the previous emails we read, like go for it, girl. Tell him how you feel because chances are ninety nine percent he likes you back. One thing I want to say. One. Only one thing? Only one. Okay. If we picture Anna as the girl in all of these situations, I would agree with Anna on all of this stance because Anna is like a, a Christian good girl who I know and trust and like I know she wouldn't go into something like this with a bad intention. But it's not Anna who's in this situation for me. It's a girl who I don't know or don't trust or isn't a Christian. So I can't have the same level of comfort as I would if you and AJ were texting, which I don't care about, versus... because we do it all the time. <laughs> versus, like, a random girl that I don't know. You know what I mean? So... I have a follow-up. Yeah. I guess, would you get... If it was something he really was excited about, that's what I'm saying, that part is, like, weird to me, but if, if it were, let's say, something that was important to him, would you try to befriend her so that you could gain the trust, so that you could gain the understanding, see the perspective? Absolutely. And give him, like, the bit but again i guess it underwrites your undermines your original thing of like but why is he so like dependent on having her yeah i mean if he like expresses that which he wouldn't even because we are both so on the same page like he does he doesn't like it if i would do that either with a guy i think that's a crucial point of this argument is that he feels the same way it's not like one of us is super jealous and then the other one isn't. It's like we both are super jealous people of each other. Okay, I have a really good example that just came to my mind. Yeah. I just thought of another friend that I have that's a guy. Okay. A recent one. Number 11. <laughs> yeah. He's married and he has children. And I message him with great frequency because we have great mutual interests. 
where no one else really cares about them. Like uh, the, it's a, it's a small world of overlap that we have, I guess, kind of thing. He is Christian because we, I know him from church. And so I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if that's weird to his wife. It probably is. But at it's, the same time, she's probably grateful that he has someone to talk to about all the stuff that she could care less about kind of thing. I think to a certain degree, it's always like, even if it's just a 1%, like, oh, I wonder if he likes her. Like, even if it's just a passing thought, I'm sure that she has experienced that thought. Now it's, everyone's different. Like for me, that thought's like 95% strong. But for her, it may be 5%. But you to know? me, it seems it's like so openly not because like the, I see him whenever I go home to Lakeland and we talk at church after church about whatever just happened and that's it. And then I message him. But about there's stuff. also like, like she may, she's not going to check his phone every night. She doesn't know for a fact that that's all you talk about. Correct. So she has to trust him, which then it's that's like, okay, how much trust do yeah. I have? Like, am I jealous in, in general? And then it's going to be like, okay, what are you guys talking about? And then it's going to be like, oh, I'm talking about this. And she's like, okay, I guess I trust you. Like, it's a lot of trust there. But I feel like it's good because it's, I think, I think our friendship is good for each of us where it's like we're each able to expound upon things where no one else cares about and we both know where nothing will happen. I'm not doubting that. I'm just speaking for the feelings of the wife who may or may not feel some sort of jealousy at some point for that or maybe she doesn't even know <laughs> she i mean if she doesn't know i don't have any idea how she doesn't like we had it was very like obvious like it's not like like things have happened towards like she's seen us talking at church before and yeah. i never talked to him before knowing we had these mutual interests yeah so let me ask you this if you were to be with someone whether it's dating or married would you do you think you would maintain the same position i, I mean i can't really for Speak him like that. if if your future person were to have let's say 10 female friends who he texts with at least once a week each okay it's like 10 friends so he's at least talking to one girl a day I mean, that it sounds like a lot on what me. the thing is that they were talking like if i'm like i'm so glad you found someone who cares about this go for it like just do your thing almost all of the guy friends that i'm thinking about in my mind a lot of what we talk about is finance related and it's not something that's heavily i know i know but but remember like their wives or you as a future wife would not be checking his phone to make sure that that's all they're like well i know but why if i can't trust my husband or or if like they talk about other stuff that's fine too like i've talked about non-finance like i wouldn't you i just i guess the fundamentally i think you can be friends and it's fine yeah, I guess it's that core belief. The thing is, good men have fallen. I know, but it's not like nothing. You can talk about things in life and not develop feelings of like. That's the argument, though. Exactly. The, like you're saying it's possible. I'm saying it's usually not. So it, we're never going to like see eye to eye because the core is different. You know what I mean? It just seems like a sad world where I can't befriend someone because they're just the opposite gender, even though you can be friends with them and it's fine. And the other party, i.e. their spouse, their girlfriend, whatever, is okay with it. Like, if someone is not okay with it, I will step back, like, and totally respect that. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. If they are not saying anything or, like, they know and it's fine, then... Yeah, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying my personal thing, it wouldn't be allowed in my relationship, but literally everyone do what you want like if that guy friend's wife doesn't care then nothing is bad everything is good you know what i mean yeah no it I do. just depends on i think the wife usually what is the trauma that the wife has had if she has had no trauma she will not worry 
most of the time or even if she has like it's not like one of like you can you can forgive you can and it's not even necessarily trauma with your person that you're with now it's like even things that happened in high school to me where like i wasn't even like dating people but just people lying not telling the truth things like that that like really shaped me and so i'm like super not trusting as a person in general. So well, I think that's a core thing that influences this belief is how much trust you lack in general for people in general, whether they're male or female. Also from the extremist point of view, like if your goal, now let's be really logical and extreme here, okay? If your goal is to never have the wife or the husband have an affair, if that's, let's say that's your goal. To just never let them speak to the other gender ever? Yes. That's something, no, you should be able to trust your husband. I agree. And I trust AJ 100%. But we both came together and we said, this is a boundary that we both want to put up because both of us truly want to do everything we can to prevent this disaster because that's both of our biggest fears. So with, when both people are aligned on that, we do not care that we have this quote unquote restriction because we don't even care for it. I have no desire to have a male friend, like absolutely none. And if that desire, let's say I met a cool guy, if that desire arose, I would immediately like put into place my boundaries, which I have and like navigate it through my boundaries because I, my desire to have a, the marriage that I've always envisioned is greater than my desire to have a male friend. But that's again, me personally, Everyone has different desires. I think everyone has a desire not to have an affair, but I think since AJ and I are like, we're both coming from the same place where things have happened to us in the past and like not even just with relationships, but with people in our life. It's like, we don't even care about these like extraneous things. Like we don't want to do anything to risk what we have here. If that makes sense. It does. It just seems lonely. It's not lonely. Because I don't have a desire for anything above what I have now. I'm content. You're contentment. It's your contentment. It depends on what you desire. True. I am very content with the female friends that I have. Would I love more? Absolutely. But I don't, like, I never think, like, of a guy that I want to be friends with. But that's also because I, I don't have, like, I didn't have one to begin with. You know what I mean? So I'm not missing anything. It's not like I had a best friend that was a guy and AJ was like, no, you can't be friends with him because it wasn't even a thing. So that's also my perspective, which a lot of people have amazing guy friends. So they would be torn if their husband said, don't talk to him. But I don't have any. It's me not buying the checks mix because I know as soon as I have it, I have no self-control. Yeah, that's the same idea. But with people and friends. Yeah. I am so content and fulfilled in my marriage and with my friends that I have, that I I literally do not desire anything more when it comes to that. And when I meet someone who's cool, I guess maybe because I'm introverted, I don't automatically want to become an acquaintance with them. Like I, I actually choose not to because I just don't have the energy for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Versus, but that's how we meet. That's how we learn. That's how you, you don't have to be close friends with everyone. No, no, no. But acquaintances also drain energy from an introvert like me. Acquaintances drain energy from anyone. You got to put effort into any situation to talk to people. But And I'm not saying you have to befriend them. But, but I guess you, a, a core difference between me and you is that I don't always want to put my energy into people. I usually selfishly 
admittedly refrain from doing that i know it's like completely opposite from you where you i'm not saying it's i don't necessarily love it but sometimes i think it's the appropriate right thing to do i guess and so i guess i'm trying to come to when that scenario is and why i'm there and what that means i do believe that human connection is the most fulfilling thing so i think we agree on that core i don't have a desire to continuously grow my group i i don't either like i you don't explicitly my last year of college said i don't want to (laughs) because i was tired of people coming into my life and then leaving so i said i'm done with that like i don't want to have new friends and then the opposite happened and i've been so thankful for those friends like i think about the irony of that thought but i verbalized that out like out loud that i was like i'm done it's all over the place sorry people we're really (laughs) deep one going long tonight But this is really interesting because I just, I really appreciate that we have different views because our listeners are probably so diverse. I just think people need a community at some point. And part of being in the community is having to give to others and not receive and to have like energy given to people, no matter how large or small that community is. So like our radius is different in terms Mm -hmm. of like our community depth or whatever. I'll give you that. But I feel like at the end of the day, you're saying you only need one person. No, I don't say that. I said, I'm so fulfilled in my marriage and with the friends that I have. Okay. How do you like learn anything? What am I supposed to be learning out here? The world, like the world has so many novelties and we meet people all the time and... I don't meet people all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like how do you... I don't meet anyone new. I've met, I have not met a new person in years. I go to the same job where these people have known me all my life because my dad runs the place. And then I, the, the most new people I met is through YouTube online virtually and did you like that yeah and they were female i'm not saying that i'm just saying we're, we have left the conversation of male and female we're just talking about friendships now i know and you liked meeting new people yes i meet i make some friends sometimes yes it's not like never making new friends it's not, i don't even know but if i run into a man at walmart and he's like, hey, I have a YouTube channel too. Oh my gosh, we have so much in common. I will, not, I will not pursue that relationship. I won't. Because I have a boundary that I care more Even about. Even if it's a career one? That's interesting. Because I would have almost said for sure that could be allowed. That's you know? a gray area. Yeah, I see what you're saying. If I could like benefit from the relationship in a way. Yeah, if like he was like, going to shout me out on his YouTube channel. We're like oh, this guy knows how to do something that I need to learn. No. Uh, like uh, No, because that would well, involve... Well, your business is a shout-out, so I'm saying, like, from a, another person's example. If he needs to teach me something that would require one-on-one time, which I'm not a, about, we're never going <laughs> to reach. I, I'm trying to step into your mind, is what I'm trying to do. And I know you can't step into mine because you've been dating someone forever and married someone forever, and I've been in the exact opposite situation. But So I'm trying to think of also someone in between. So I'm trying to like think of the different perspectives. Because I don't really understand how in this world I am friends with your brother or I'm friends with AJ and how that's not conflicting for you. Because you respect the boundaries. And I'm sure I don't even think you knew they were in place, but they are. Well, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, because same way I have boundaries with a married friend, couple, whatever. Well, going back to what you said, you do one-on-ones with them, which is not okay in my book. So when AJ took me to the airport once, you no, were a that com- doesn't you know count. what I mean? That's what that I'm saying. Count. That's not, that's a, that's a, okay. So what if, what if AJ starts school and it's of something that I already have expertise 
quote unquote. Okay, this in. is weird because you're like my best friend. <laughs> that's why I'm asking. Is that okay? That's I don't okay. Know. That that's why I'm saying like if I put you into these situations, I literally could not care less. But that's because I I talk to you every day and you are like my best friend right now. So you give me you ha- you trust me. Yes. I trust you and I trust him. Therefore, so- trust 100%. But if I it was a, if it was an acquaintance girl that I didn't know, I trust her zero. I trust AJ. The trust in the middle is fifty percent on her end because I give her fifty percent credit from AJ. If you know what I mean, a hundred plus zero divided by two is fifty. The average. Yes, but I don't trust her. Even though I trust him, I don't want her putting weird thoughts into him and him even having to think about that temptation because that might change his mind so therefore maybe you don't have a hundred percent trust no i just don't even want him to be in that scenario because <laughs> he because it's not a hundred percent a one-on-one a one-on-one with a mission at the end is fine picking someone Depending up from the airport giving someone something that they need helping someone with an it problem that is like fine but if I was at work and AJ was at home and you came over just to work from home together, to work from home together, you like that? <laughs> if it was like a regular thing, I would start to scratch my eyebrow and be like, what's going on here? Scratch your eyebrow? Is that a saying? I just made it up. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just common sense. Like, and I say, well, we're just really good friends. And I would say... <laughs> It's funny though because I would not do that with AJ, but I would do that with some of my other married guy friends. And I because I know because that you're they probably would, more friends with them than you are with AJ. Well, I think I would actually. Well, part of that is true, but part of that is because of the girl. Like I know you would not like that, and so I would not do it. I've joked around with it because I think it's funny, but I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it because you knew I wouldn't like it. Really? Yes, I've joked about it before about like, oh, AJ and I are gonna work from home together, kind of thing. Like I would never do that because I know you would. But get, would you do it if I didn't care? It would be fun, but um, I wouldn't do it, like, all the time. I mean, I guess if you, like, really enjoyed AJ's company. Yeah. Like, depends if you're, like, f- genuinely friends with them or not. Yeah. I just think I feel like you're we are, so... <laughs> I think you're so friendly, which is great. And it's just... I'm so not, so it's hard for me to see <laughs> your perspective. But... <laughs> this is one of those we just can't get into the other perspective. The point of view is lost. But imagine me doing this as a solo episode... I would be like, no, I can never do it. And then 68% of my audience would be like, what the frick? Yeah, that's right. I'm mostly right because everyone agrees with me. The majority agrees with Anna. (laughs) So we're going to have to say that she is mostly right. But I know some people agree with me. I think it depends on your trauma. And I'm saying trauma, but it can be something really stupid that happened to you in high school that you just like shaped you because your brain was mush at the time and you were a child. Yeah, but I guess you're assuming then that nothing's happened to me is the base assumption. I don't think I would agree. So Tell us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Either nothing happened or you have or, been able or, to more successfully heal and build up your trust again, which is amazing. I just feel like situations are an easy write-off and I don't necessarily always agree with that. Sorry, guys. If you have PTSD, <laughs> sorry, your situation should not affect you. <laughs> I think we are in control of our response to that situation is what I'm saying. 100%. But even if I don't tell my husband that I'm anxious, I'm still anxious. And I don't want to feel those feelings of anxiety if I don't have to. And especially if he agrees and we're both on the same page. I don't don't see any reason why either of us would intentionally break that boundary. (laughs) I'm not saying that. I was responding to the context situation of 
Yes. I think what you have is a perfect example of coming to an agreement for your marriage. I think that's great. I'm not, I just can't comprehend it, but I think it's fine. If I see a girl texting AJ and an emoji comes into play, it's game over. Let's keep it prosaic oh in the texting. Gosh. No need to throw in the emojis. No need to throw in a smiley face or even an exclamation point from his end. It needs to be dry. <laughs> no exclamation point. Depends on what they're talking about. It's in a lot of exclamation points. Guys, I hope you realize that I am also kind of a psycho in multiple areas of life. But so take I also my advice by the, the other extreme too. So <laughs> take my advice. I'm also super loyal with friends. So if you ever cross me, I will be hurt for life. Just keep that in mind. That makes you loyal. It makes me well. Okay, let me back up. I will never cross you. I will never do something that you told me not to do. Okay. Let's say. Whatever it is. I will never intentionally hurt you. I've been slighted in the past. And I will admit, I am still trying to forgive that person. Okay? So I have an issue when it comes to that. That may give clarity to those being like, what's wrong with this girl? (laughs) In in contrast. Anna's not loyal. (laughs) A I'm friend to all is a friend to none. Have you ever been hurt by a friend? Yes. Like really hurt? Yes. What did they do? I'm not going to say. <laughs> I had a friend. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't think it'll give away who it is because it, this is so vague. But I had a really good friend. I went through something hard and I went to my friend to communicate that and like get support. And she decided that for some reason we wouldn't be friends anymore. And like out of the blue, I no explanation. I was like, what? (laughs) Like that sucks. And even though that was a female, it poured into my insecurities that may drip into my marriage where it's like, oh, what if he like one day doesn't want to be with me anymore? It's like, what? Friends can hurt people. Don't guess. don't tell me twice. Since I since I have so many, you know, probably speaking, it happens and it does. So yes, yeah. But I I've had no trauma in the past, though. So. No trauma. She's a clean yeah clean girl aesthetic. Yep, definitely. Also, I think that this will be a two hour special. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think that not to say that the more friends you have, the less impacted you are, because I don't think that by like a a, a slight or. A, cross a punch to the gut okay i also think that i want to have more kids so that i don't smother them because i feel like i'll be the type if i have one or two only i feel like i'll be so invested in those one or two and i'll just be like overbearing with my love and like all that so i want to spread it out and like yeah you know i agree so i'm 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 thinking of the same thing in friends where if i don't want to be slighted or hurt I may like make more friends so that if one or two drops off, <laughs> you know, it's an interesting approach. I'm not saying you do that. I'm talking about myself. Like when in the old days when they had 15 kids and they're like, oh, if five of them die, like you still have 10. <laughs> well, I think in the situation of having many friends, and I think most of the time, the time you get hurt, or in my experience, of the 15 friends you have, the person you're like friends with, it's the one who you're really close yeah. to. That's the one. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's not, it's always that one. Yeah. 
even friends who are newer to me, like friends that I've made in the past year, I will think about them for the rest of my life. Like there will never be a time where I make a friend and then forget about them or don't try to maintain the friendship. Because once you're in, you're in. Once you have the VIP pass, it's all access, which I feel like some people are able to more freely let people come and go in their life and not like hold on to things. Hope you guys enjoyed. Or didn't. Yeah, this was uh, not very clarifying. So, sorry. Subjectivity. Everyone has their own truths. (laughs) That was a joke. Truth is... Don't say it. Concrete. There it is. Oh, sorry. Just had to say it. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review, follow us on Instagram. If you want to send us an email. Or Strava. Uh, we read advice emails all the time, and sometimes we make entire episodes off of one person's email. So, like we did today. And so, look how that spun out. Yeah, so, <laughs> that could so, be you. Yeah, you could be famous <laughs> right now. Send us an email at a small amount of drama at gmail.com. Okay, see you later. <laughs>